to Readers and Writers with your hosts, James Hill and Athena Paris. I'm Amy Ravichandran, and our lovely guest today is Sandy Lawrence. So you guys, we're talking all about marketing. So what kind of, what, how do you want to start with marketing? James, I'm going to kick it to you first. All right. Well, marketing is not my forte. You know, publishing, writing, that's the things I know. Marketing is a bit of a mystery to me still. But I would like to say this goes back to before you were born, Amy. I read a book <laughs> called uh, The Hidden, what was it called? The Hidden uh, Hidden Persuaders. That's what it was called. Oh, okay. And as you could tell, I figured, I figured you would know, Sandy. But as you could tell, I will not remember who wrote it. <laughs> but, I, but I read that book way back when as part of a psychology class. And the book is about marketing, but it's about the psychology behind marketing. Right. So I learned a lot of stuff in psychology about marketing. And there are two things I did learn. One about the hidden persuaders, which is people react to certain things. And if you can tap into those things that they react to, that's what makes them buy things. Right. Like they put milk at the back of the store because they know you're gonna buy the milk, so they don't need to advertise it. This is a staple that everybody needs. They put all the other stuff that is desirable in front of the milk so that you have to pass by those and you will buy them on impulse. That's one thing I learned. The other thing I learned over the years is, and this pertains more to writing and publishing, is that marketing could make a book popular, but it can't make it good. Yep. What goes inside oh, that's the pages. A use that as a quote uh-huh it's a quote i tell my authors quite often <laughs> we, we can publish your book but we can't make your book good you have to do the work on that isn't that right athena yeah that is right and uh, people forget that uh, marketing also uh, has a lot to do with branding oneself and a brand is uh, you basically promising the reader an experience that's what, what your brand actually stands for. That's why people are known as uh, um, a romance writer or a fiction, uh, a fantasy or a sci-fi because that brand is the recognizable bit that people get to see. And um, your brand tells people who you are, what you stand for, um, uh, the promises you making and hopefully that you will meet those promises for the writer and it's also an opportunity for you to connect with the uh, readers because they get to know you a little bit on a personal level as well and that's marketing you need to the thing of selling yourself so therefore you don't sell only your books but you sell yourself to the reader and you hope that they like you of course hence why you need to put a little bit of personal uh, life so that they can um, connect with you make that connection you know the personal uh, touch so to speak and it's it's your job to make them like you you know yes. it's your job because buying is an emotional decision uh, yes so romance books are books that tell a story that's touching or sad or whatever people want to you tell that story people will rush to buy the book that's yes. why nicholas sparks is as popular as he is because his books are about romance and about um yeah they love stories yes yeah. 
he's the one that wrote the notebook in case you're not familiar with Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. So definitely, definitely writes tear jerking books. Yeah. And Amy, since she's younger than any of us, <laughs> she knows all about selling yourself because that's what uh, social media is about. When social media came about, it came about with the idea that you were the product. Right. That, that you kind of like sold yourself. And that's what publishing and writers are all about, believe it or not. So Amy, what, what's your yeah. take on marketing? Well, so I like what Athena said, because I, I mean, the people that I work with, I say the same thing is people buy from people they feel like they have a connection with, that they kind of resonate with, that they can relate to their story or, you know, one that really just engulfs me and I can live in their world, like fantasy world. And I feel like I'm there. People buy from that. And so that's where it's, I'm, I'm a psychology major. I graduated with a degree in psychology. So I understand the not the art of manipulation, because that manipulation is such a bad word, but the art of persuasion and how you can, you know, get away with things like that. But I think, you know, I mean, anybody can go and look on social media and look what's in your newsfeed and the ads that you have, and they appeal to your personal taste, things that you've looked at that you're interested in. And it's kind of the same thing for authors is you have to let your personality and your personal love for what you wrote and your passion come out to get more sales that's just it's hard it's so much easier I can say it and it's like oh man that's so easy I can do that but it's hard to get across because you really have to you know get out of your comfort zone and you have to realize that you are your own consumer and you need to think of how would I want this to be approached to me if I was looking to buy and so it's you know you have to get in that mindset which once you get in it it's easy but getting into it can be hard so it's kind of one of those it's a it's a struggle until you see the clarity and then it's smooth sailing after that so and i love i love what you said too athena that we we buy from people that we like you know if i like you you can sell me almost anything but there are certain people that i see there um so the flip side of that is we don't buy from somebody that we don't like. And I know there are certain people that I see their ads on television that I'm like, no matter what they're selling, I would not be interested in buying it because they're just, yeah. I don't like them. So right. yeah, yeah. That was a great yeah. I learned that when I was selling insurance out of my one of many, many jobs that I've had over the years, I had a stint as a uh, licensed insurance salesman. I have done everything so great big at this point. <laughs> But uh, as a licensed insurance salesman, I was told that people don't buy insurance because they need it, but most people don't think they need it. You know, right. you buy car insurance because mostly the state makes you. Yep. Uh, you buy life insurance mainly because your wife makes you. Yes, <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> or your husband. <laughs> uh, but you buy insurance for somebody that you like because you, because the person, the insurance salesman, impresses that person. And right. that's kind of like the same with everything else. You buy, you go to McDonald's, not because their burgers are so much better, but somehow or another, they convinced you that you like them better than you like Burger King. You know, yeah. you can always make your own hamburgers and they're just fine the way you right. make them. You'll go out and you sometimes go out of your way to buy a McDonald's over, over a Burger King or, you know, Chick-fil-A over, you know, whatever mm -hmm. Kentucky Fried Chicken, 
because somehow or another you can convince that these people like you more right. <laughs> as a customer. They, they value you more as a customer and therefore you like them better. And when oh. people think about writers, they think the same way. This right. writer touched my heart or this writer appealed to me personally on some level, whether or not it's the way he felt, the way he talked, the, the, the words he wrote. The story. And book, yeah. 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 Well, the book cover actually spoke to them. They see the cover and they see the see yes. the cover and that yeah. and that pulls you in. So that first, and that's what I tell everybody about the cover. You better live up to the hype. You know, don't let the cover be the best thing about your book. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I think to like piggyback off of, you know, McDonald's and Burger King and all that. Another thing that they have going is they don't let you forget about them. They are, they literally have a commercial, like every commercial break, one of them is one of those companies, right? So it's yeah. kind of, you know, you can tie that into being an author. So if you have one book out, right? And let's say you're working on your other one and you don't do any marketing. Well, people have forgotten about you. You need to, you know, and then you go to, you have to rebuild your whole fan base for book number two. Whereas while you're working, if you're consistent on there, being personal, sharing all these things, your writer's journey, you're keeping your name in the forefront and you're keeping your fans happy and you're following, you're gaining traction. So when you go to put out another book, you already kind of have a good relationship established where the second book can be just as successful. And that's kind of, I feel like, you know, the golden arches, everybody knows the golden arches, those are McDonald's, but they're in your face because they're literally at like every red light. Okay. So kind of the same you'd have to be I feel like with your book and I think that's what authors don't necessarily understand when it comes to marketing is that oh I'm just need to market one book at a time but it's like no you need to market your book now and then start your other book before it's even done so you build up the hype for it and I think that's that's kind of the missed opportunity I think Sandy and I both experience with authors for sure well, it's because it, because for authors, they're, they want to go write or they want to go hibernate or they don't want to be out in public and all of that. So, you know, people will, people will forget you if you're not out there. So mm -hmm. you have to constantly stay visible. That's what I've been preaching about for the last couple of months. Well, going back to the McDonald's thing, you also have to know when to, to advertise. Like with McDonald's, they advertise early in the morning, breakfast, middle of the ap afternoon, lunch, dinner time, because they know that's when people are thinking about eating. And so if you're a writer, you want to advertise yourself during those time when you know people are going to be thinking about reading. Some vacation, just before people go on vacation. But everybody says, oh, I'm gonna pick up a book so I can read it on vacation. Do they read the book? Eh, sometimes, sometimes not. But everybody thinks, oh, summer vacation's coming around. I need to pick up a book. Going back to school, I need to have books. You know, so you have to be out there at the right time <clears throat> and pushing your message too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That um, is right. That is right. And and that's why one of the things with with Amy and I and the things of helping with authors is that's why this is women's history month. So pick the right month, the right if you're so a lot of people are. Uh, write about you know some kind of awareness of mental illness or cancer or something and so if you pick the month when that's already people are already paying thousands of dollars for advertising 
then you could just kind of plug your book in to all the other stuff that's going on and um, and then get some some visibility that way. So just like you said, whether it's breakfast, dinner, or lunch for the restaurants, then what what time period of the year is it that you want to make sure that you do some advertising and publicity for your book? Yeah, and because the, the, the market is so wide, uh, your readers are always expecting a, a result, you know, from you. So if you don't keep your voice in the forefront, then of course you're going to be drowned out by everybody else who's coming along. And that's difficult. That's where it becomes really difficult for the writers because there's so many. It's, uh, it's an entire symphony going on with writers coming out all the time, all the time. This cover is prettier than the next and the next. This sounds more exciting than the other one, you know? So uh, the writer has to keep on doing something to um, create the experience that the readers are expecting. Right, yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, you know, it kind of falls back. I love your, you are just so creative with words. You can tell that you're a writer because it's like a symphony, you know, like I'm over here, it's like oversaturated, you know, you can tell I'm a marketer, but it's like, oh, it's just so, I can't even follow that now because I'm just like a symphony. That's such a like elegant and beautiful way to describe breaking through the noise because there's so many, authors out there writing books, especially you know, now in the time of COVID, I feel like everybody wants to write a book because they have time, they have time to write a book. So it's very, you know, over, not oversaturated. That's such a bad word to use, but it's very noisy. It's a loud symphony. I love that loud symphony. So you kind of have to get creative on how you stay in the forefront, which is short stories. There's several different avenues you can do running ads. I mean, it can get, it can get uh challenging I want to say in a sense it can get challenging to stay out there and to be creative and to be different not the trick is not to let yourself be overwhelmed by it yeah that's there a, you go James nailed it marketing really don't let yourself be overwhelmed by by your own marketing experience because oh, yeah it, it does become so much to do and so much uh, if you know, I'm careful, you yeah. will be, uh, because I can get, let myself get overwhelmed really fast with all the stuff there is to do. So you do have to focus, you have to plan it. You, so there's a lot involved in that. So thank you for saying that, James, because there really is break a it. lot you could be doing. Yeah, break it into chunks. Focus on one section at a time. Only focus on social media platforms. Only focus on like three that, you know, are going to kind of benefit. But it's, the marathon, it's not a sprint. I feel like people need to really hear that because they're like, you know, you want, we live in a time period where it's like instant gratification. And, you know, when it comes to marketing your books and stuff, it, it's not an instant thing. It's a, it's definitely a marathon. So you have to kind of be prepared for that. But, you know, I hate it when me and Sandy get on and we can talk and we can talk. And, you know, so it's just like, oh, I hate to have to cut it, but, you know, I don't, I just, we'll have to do this again because there's so much that goes into marketing. We have such a little amount of time to do it, but make sure that you tune in next Tuesday because we are talking about how do you know if you're a writer? Maybe you are and you have no idea or maybe you think you're a writer and maybe you need a little bit more development before you can be classified as a writer. So we're going to be talking all those things. So make sure you join us next Tuesday at seven.